Welcome to ADHD is over, a new podcast on a seemingly old label that we're going to be peeling off. Join my wife, Tatiana, and I as we journey with our family, the Wyden family, through the land of confusing information. We're going to visit both sides and let you decide because the power is with you. Welcome to ADHD is over. Hello and welcome back to our podcast, ADHD is over. Today, it's me reflecting on a topic. I love those moments. I love my guests, don't get me wrong. It's so amazing to have these experts and uh, educators and people who are really, really, really concerned for what we're doing, about what we're doing to our children. You know, come on my show and talk about it and share their books their insights and so forth. Love it. It's definitely, definitely, definitely enriched my life so much. And I have to say, I also love doing these reflections or rants, as I used to call them on specific topics, because it's just me reflecting on a specific topic. And I know that all the experts that have come on here and all the books and videos and everything I've read and reflected on about ADHD gets weaved into these rants and these reflections. And I do think there's value in those. And you, you know, take, take what you like and leave what you don't. Grain of salt, I always say. Let your intuition ultimately decide what you uh, believe, what you feel is right for you and your family. Because why would you buy something that I'm offering if it doesn't feel right with you intuitively, right? So today... I wanted to reflect on something that's happening on a larger scale. I do feel there's a shift happening. And when I say shift, I really mean this sort of almost spiritual, large scale shift in the world when it comes to the consciousnesses around ADHD, around mental disorders, around children, around parenting, around education politics, you name it, everything included. There's a big shift happening. Uh, Some of you will be like, yep, I totally know what you mean. Others might be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, okay, hang in there. Hang on. I'll get into it. So a shift is essentially, um, you know, for example, if we look at a, a gear shift in a car, right? A lot of Americans actually have never had the privilege of driving a car, like a stick, you know, Shifting gears. I grew up in Europe. I grew up in Switzerland, where at 18, I got to take my driver's license test. And, you know, it was with a a stick shift. And we had to use that thing, park backwards on a hill. I mean, come on, with a clutch, shifting gears, parking backwards on a hill. It was intense. But anyway, I'm using that example uh, to illustrate what a shift is. So when you shift from one gear to the next... I mean, you, what you did is you moved a gear shift, a stick, right? A lever. You moved it from place A to place B. And when I talk about a shift in consciousness in society, it's the same thing. It's that point A is what we thought was the truth about a specific topic, in this case, ADHD. And when we shift from point A to point B, we have a new vantage point, a point of view, POV, on a topic such as ADHD. Now, what does it take 
to shift our perspective around the topic? Well, very simple. It takes a lot of new information that includes science, but it also includes a lot of new information that we um, basically cross-reference with our intuition, right? Like sometimes I watch a speaker and instantly my intuition says, I'm not really buying what that person's talking about. It doesn't mean that they have valuable information, but my intuition tells me they're kind of packaging it strangely or they're coming from a, maybe there's an interest behind what they're saying from another party or, you know, I'm just not feeling it. And I'm old enough now. I've honed my uh, inner guidance system. I've calibrated it enough, well enough to, to trust myself when I feel that, right? So that's the intuitive part. And then there's, like I said, there's science, there's new information we're taking in. All of that can contribute to someone shifting their point of view, right? Suddenly you change your mind on a topic. Here's the problem. When it comes to ADHD, there's a lot of experts out there and uh, especially the ones that have teamed up, teamed up for the uh, international consensus on ADHD, which was first published in 2002, led by uh, Dr. Russell Barkley. And you've heard me mention his name or the consensus before, if you've listened to some of the previous episodes. And what I'm here to say is that <clears throat> why that consensus backfired, it, it's because a bunch of doctors, hundreds of doctors, experts, psychologists, experts on ADHD, as they call themselves, came forth and they said, look, guys, the science is in. Do not question ADHD anymore or the effectiveness of stimulant medication. Do not question it. The science is in. It's done. It's over. And the only problem with that is that is not how science is supposed to work. Science does not suddenly just shut down a debate and say, it says the results are in. We're no longer going to question it. So it backfired, and there was a, another a counter consensus uh, that was done by another set of uh, you know, hundreds of experts and psychologists that got together and said, mm -mm, that's not how it works. You can't just shut down a debate. You can't just silence the people questioning it. So I'm mentioning again this example of the consensus because what's happening is when you look at uh, the field, the study of ADHD, if you get to an expert who says this is what it is, the results are in, and that's it. There's no other way to look at this. Please run. Because that is simply not the truth. Because if we look back, we look back at, at uh, and I've said this before, you've heard me say this, when doctors used to promote cigarette smoking, or the government used to say that spraying deed uh, at people by the beach or in the neighborhoods right, was, was safe and effective, by the way, this term you hear a lot, uh, same around the COVID vaccines, same around ADHD medication, safe and effective. So when you hear that, please also run, because there are many studies proven, like proven studies as far back as using this cigarette example, the nicotine example, or DEED, um, or even asbestos, right, uh, lead, all these things that were, and even uh, another one is Teflon, right, from frying pans. When big corporations and governments, including the FDA, approving something, uh, or EPA, and saying, oh yeah, that's totally safe and effective. Absolutely, go for it. Later, years later, not even admitting that they were wrong, but years later, suddenly we say, oh, it's actually proven to cause cancer. It's actually proven to cause damage, and so forth. 
right? When we see that happening again and again on such a large scale, then we have to ask ourselves, how come we suddenly blindly accept a similar organization or a similar academic field or whatever to tell us uh, the results are in, debate's over, it's safe and effective. It's not to be questioned, right? To me, that is reckless. To me, that's actually criminal. And so that's why I'm here to say something is shifting because people like yourself, if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you're resonating with it, are fed up and tired of these lies because they're really lies. They're often omissions or white lies, cherry-picking studies to... Uh, please their own interests, right? Or the, the interests of the groups that these uh, groups are funded by and so forth. So there's a lot of people, I'm feeling it in the air. I'm just going to go with intuition. I've talked to a lot of parents. I've talked to a lot of educators, experts, and a lot of them are saying something's got to change. And when people say something's got to change and they keep writing books and doing videos and giving talks, something is changing. And that's what I picked up recently is that change is in the air. The day has come. Something is shifting, especially around ADHD, especially around this crazy notion that our kids are the problem, that our children who grow up in our environment, us, the parents, us, the community, us, the neighborhood, in our families, the children that grow up inside of those environments have behaviors that are basically telling us something is not right. Their nervous systems aren't regulated to be calm. Something is disturbing them. They are literally acting out because they're trying to tell us something. And we think they're the problem. Absurdity. Absurdity. Seriously. We need to start listening and I don't always mean this literally, but listening to our children. What are they saying? What are they telling us is not harmonious in our environment? And this could be super small. It doesn't take much for a highly sensitive child's nervous system to basically be out of whack, to be stressed, to be full of anxiety. There's a lot of depression, anxiety, and mental disorders that have been slapped on our children as early as three years old. I talk to families that are concerned at three or four years old that their child has anxiety. My first question before they can even finish the sentence is like, how come? And they look at me funny. They go, well, because he has anxiety. Right. But how come he's anxious? Well, he has anxiety. Do you see that absurd um, kind of cycle where we say, oh, somebody acts that way because they have ADHD. No, nobody acts a certain way and has ADHD. Nobody has ADHD. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you may think I'm crazy. But ADHD does not exist as a thing. It exists as a defined set of symptoms that we've labeled with the term ADHD. That's different from there's a thing called ADHD. There's not, it's not an, it's not, it doesn't exist as a thing. You can't have it. And I will fight anyone tooth and nail to the bottom of this because it's really words. It's semantics. You cannot have ADHD. Therefore, what do you have? 
you have a set of symptoms. How come you have these symptoms? These behaviors. Oh, they're behaviors. Why are you behaving that way? Let's dig deeper. Just like an addict isn't an addict because he's an addict. An addict is an addict because there was trauma in that person's life, right? And they went to a, what I call, coping mechanism, a distraction that turns, a numbing that turns into an addiction. So therefore, you, we can't label someone and say, okay, that child has ADHD, done. Give him medication. Now, now it's working. Grades are going up. Yay. That is complete and utter ignorance. And I'm just baffled by how many experts today still believe in that and still are roped into it, even get paid by pharmaceutical company or governmental agencies to peddle those drugs, to peddle those treatments, or in the education system to continue singling out children that are disruptive in the classroom, like there's some form of splinter that needs to be pulled out. It is absurdity and ignorance, utter ignorance, to not go any deeper than medication or a few forms of therapy that are all basically inside of the context that the child's the problem and this child has a mental disorder. That is complete ignorance. I'll say it again. That is ignorant, irresponsible. And often it's these academic elite kind of people who are doing this by the textbook because they're so roped into their field of, of medicine or science that they can't see the forest because they're standing in front of trees. And even if we whack them on the head with it, they think that we're absolutely crazy when they're the crazy ones. And by crazy, I simply mean ignorant, not as a moral judgment. Oh, you're an ignorant person. No, they're ignoring the other side of the debate. That is called ignorance. I often talk to people and they say, oh, you know, some of the people you're interviewing, they're all quacks and da 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 It's like, well, have you listened? No, I don't listen to them. Okay. Well, there it is. I've listened to a lot of, of lectures and videos and read a lot of books from experts on the other side, whether it's Russell Barkley, Biederman, uh, people who are clearly thinking that children are the problem and that you have ADHD because you have ADHD, that it's genetic, that it's a neurochemical imbalance, that you have it for life. All these myths that have been debunked already by many, 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 many studies and yet still, they're still in it, almost drunk by whatever they're getting, money, fame, uh, you know, whatever that is, unwilling to stop and, and dig deeper, unwilling to realize the damage they've caused, not just with children, with people, human beings, Lot, lots of them that have become addicts, addicted, dependent on these drugs to function thinking of themselves as broken, as incomplete, as not normal, as needing a substance, a crutch to be able to function in life, coping, almost hoping that they make it to the end of life without a car accident or without going to jail or getting into a divorce. All those myths that they've been sold, all those doomsday stories 
that have been completely debunked by people who've done a lot of research, who've spent years treating children with so-called ADHD and who are like, this is not what it is. It's PTSD or it's trauma or it's energy, emotion stuck in the body or it's the nervous system that's dysregulated. All these theories discredited by these so-called experts on the pro-medication side called quackery. And that is ignorance. That is irresponsibility of science and medicine. That is criminal. And I'm furious about it because I'm still daily, ta I'm talking to people on a daily basis about ADHD. And the language around it is starting to irritate me when people say, I have ADHD, or, or my son is an ADHDer, or I got ADHD from my father. When I hear that language, it's so antiquated and something needs to shift. And something is shifting. I can tell you that, I promise you. And this podcast and our movement is part of that larger movement. And I'm proud to be part of that larger movement that many before me have spent 20 to 30 years trying to wake people up. And this is an acknowledgement to everyone, if you're listening, who has part of, been part of this movement of trying to tell parents, educators, doctors, that there's more than meets the eye, that this is not a mental disorder, that children are not the problem, that medication isn't the most effective solution or the only one, that this is not something one will have for the rest of their lives. It's just not true. It's also not a chemical imbalance in the brain. It's also not that ADHD brains are always different when we scan them compared to non-ADHD brains. All bogus. It's all a matter of wording, timing, the method that it's concluded with or found out with. All of that is someone's interest to make money, to carve out a career for themselves, to be part of the elite, and mostly just to be ruthless in doing what they think is best for them and makes them look good, makes the establishment look good. But no one, none of them look around at the damage that's been done. None of them question even their methods and their, their therapies that they've been told, that they've been handed down from the elite establishment to say, this is how we do it. And if anyone questions it, you just call them crazy. That is not how science or medicine is designed or it was made to function and operate. There's no integrity in that. There's a lack of integrity and shame on you if you're peddling that narrative still. That absolutely outdated, antiquated dinosaur narrative that children are the problem and that their brains are broken, that they're like a Ferrari engine with bicycle brakes, that they're not, they don't have a normal brain when it's scanned, that they need a crutch, they need medication to function, to be a whole human being, or that they need to be sitting still at a school that they don't like, but they need to get the grades so they can graduate and go on and become productive, you know, members of society that make money. All that is antiquated, industrial revolution BS, and it's changing, slowly changing, but the day has come. 
And I declare with this particular episode that the day has come, that the shift is happening, and that the perspectives are starting to shift, hopefully at least starting with our listeners here, and that when we shift our perspectives, what we're going to realize is that we are in charge of our environment that our children are growing up in. We are the ones that have the power to affect that environment, to change it, to remove friction, to heal our own shit so our children can grow up calm, centered, feeling safe and certain about the future, feeling confident about who they are and that there's love in the home. That is called healing our shit and then honoring our children for who they are, for the unique beings they are, and then fostering them, guiding them along their way, not trying to force them into our way. And our way really is influenced by culture. As my dear friend, Brett Jones likes to say, culture is a cult, hence culture. We've been conditioned to act a certain way. That's not a conspiracy. That is complete truth. We live in a culture and there are culprits, interests, interest groups that are shaping our point of view on life so they can either sell us stuff, take advantage of us, or just have us be falling into these little boxes, fitting into these little boxes so it's easier for them to manage us. That is not a conspiracy. That is how currently our society functions through advertising, politics, media, education system, and so on. It's not a conspiracy and it's not a secret. And so when we're awake, when we're waking up to that, we quickly realize where else have we been told half the truth? Where else have we been told to look the other way so they can get something done? Where else do they want us to blindly believe what they say is true? Yet the track record of some of these organizations, commercial, governmental, the track records are horrible. The out of integrity meter is off the charts. Yet for some reason, due usually to fear, we go, well, I think they're telling us the truth because I don't want to die or I don't want to lose out on life. I don't want to be lonely. Whatever the fear is, we buy into it. We buy into it. We forgive a pharmaceutical company that got sued for billions in the past for misrepresenting a drug. We forgive them because now they're giving us the COVID vaccine. And I just want to be clear here that I'm not anti-vaccines, but I'm anti-calling something safe and effective after three months of testing. And I'm also anti giving medications to children at four years old for impulsivity, AKA ADHD, when brain science clearly shows that until the age of 11, children cannot control their impulsiveness. So change is coming, change is coming, please, if this resonates, feel free to spread this message. Send this episode or other episodes that you like to your friends, family members, people you know are dealing 
with this so-called ADHD, or dealing with a recent diagnosis, or dealing with medication side effects, or dealing with perhaps, or are struggling to change their perspective, but they're on the fence, or they, they're interested to have a new perspective, please share this message, share the podcast, go to our website at ADHDsover.com, enter your email and sign up to be on the mailing list so we can keep you posted on our documentary film, as well as um, we're going to have a uh, ADHD diagnosis survival kit soon uh, for download on the website, as well as the book that we're working on, uh, looking at 2022 for a release. Um, same title, ADHD is over. And uh, we just really appreciate you being here. Appreciate your attention, your interest to come and listen in to see what we have to say. Um, I'm excited. There's going to be some really amazing speakers uh, soon. We have, or guests, I should say, we have uh, Stephen Porges, the uh, inventor of the polyvagal theory, as well as Bessel van der Kolk, uh, who wrote a book that many of you are probably familiar with called The Body Keeps the Score. And uh, I have a school psychologist, Laura Reber, I just talked to that I'm really excited uh, to upload this episode as well. And many, many more coming in the future. Uh, just a lot of amazing people who are in our camp, part of the team, part of the change, because the day has come and the shift is happening. We are no longer accepting the antiquated viewpoint on this so-called disorder, ADHD. It has to go. It's run its course, and it's no longer empowering to exist as a label. It's no longer, in, no longer making a difference for people, really. It's more destructive than it is constructive. It creates dependency instead of independence. And simply said, it damages people's confidence, especially the children. So thank you for listening. The day has come. Let's celebrate this soon. And you have a wonderful life until next time.